Hey guys. <laughs> My name is David. I'm 23 years old. And uh, I haven't been to Korea since I was a freshman in high school. It's been about eight or nine years. And man, it's changed a lot. <laughs> we got, yeah, <we're laughs> yeah, so um, I'm on my way to China right now. And uh, we decided to stop here. And man, it's been, it's been great so far. Like, great plane ride, great hotel. I think the best hotel I've ever stayed in my whole life. And uh, yeah, exploring Korea, me and Jenny, like, explored all, like, I think we walked, like, five miles or something today. <laughs> like, so much walking. You guys are all used to it, so it's not funny for you guys. So <laughs> In California, we don't walk. We drive everywhere. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to share a little bit about my life and what God has done, and hopefully um, you guys will just be blessed as much as, or even more than I've already been blessed so far this night. It's been so good. Um, uh, I was born and raised uh, by a Christian family. And um, when I, my, like, youngest memory is uh, my parents reading books to me. And, like, they would, they would always read books to me. And, like, I grew up loving books. And books are great and all, but when I hit age seven, I was introduced to video games. The original Super Nintendo, right? <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about? <laughs> my favorite game was Contra. So every Monday, my dad would take away some time, and then, like, me and him would just, like, play video games. And, like, after, like, seven years of books, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, they actually move, you know? And you can actually, I can control it, you know? Um, and I became obsessed with video games. And uh, for the next uh, many, many years, <laughs> many different games, uh, Diablo, StarCraft, Warcraft, man, like, I became obsessed with these games. Um, and the thing about obsessions is, like, it begins to affect your behavior, you know? And uh, I started noticing, my mom first pointed out, like, I was riding in the car in the back seat, and, you know, the cars have, like, the little push button for the windows to go up? Like, subconsciously, I was, like, going, like, up, and the window's going up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, and then my mom turns around, like, what are you doing, right? And I'm like, and I didn't even know that I was doing it, you know. Um, subconsciously, it just, it, it affects who you are. It, like, you may not know what's happening, but what you are obsessed with, like, begins to shape you. And, um, man, uh, like, when I grew older, I would, like, like, Diablo 2, man. I was, like, <laughs> this is, like, this most epic game, you know. So, like, I would, like, leave the game on, like, go quickly, like, Eat my eat my lunch, eat my dinner, and then like go back, like leave it on, and like go to sleep, and then wake up and like dream about Diablo two, and then like wake up and like play it. It was like like totally just like like just penetrating, you know, like to the very core of my mind, and um, yeah. But so that was that. And then when I got into high school, um, I became obsessed with pornography, and um, it's a little different than games because. It's, it's a little bit more serious, you know. <laughs> um, so I got pretty heavily addicted, and I uh, didn't tell anyone. Um, and for four years, um, while I was serving at church and everything, uh, I had a secret addiction, and um, I didn't know what exactly it was doing to me until I saw how it affected my behavior. Um, my senior year, I got into a relationship, and um, 
um, yeah, just I didn't know who I was becoming. Um, I'd been born and raised, like I said, by uh, a Christian, faithful Christian family. Uh, my dad's actually a pastor. Um, and one day I just looked at myself uh, sleeping with this girl, and I looked at how what I had become, and I asked myself, like, what happened? When did this happen? You know, um, like, it, it <laughs> yeah. When I got to college, my freshman year, um, I broke up with this girl. Just wasn't working out. A lot of fights, um, and I found myself in the darkest place in my life. Um, I had disobeyed and rejected my parents. And they always like you know they 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 never caught me or anything, but like they know from like my behavior. You know they know from the look on my face like oh yeah I'm going out or like oh this is what I did the other day or they know I'm lying. You know, so they would always like advise me to like you can't see this girl. You know you can't do you can't continue with what you're doing. Like just look at yourself. But I I chose to go my own way. You know because. I I had in my mind like I knew what I wanted you know I I wanted to do what I had seen in pornography I wanted to to act it out I wanted to see physically these things happen to me because that's that's how it had affected my behavior and um yeah so at my freshman year after I lost I lost my girlfriend um I, I had no friends uh, I had no one I could call upon to trust um, and most of all I felt so um, far from the Lord and up till that point um, I don't think like I had I'd heard the message of the cross I had seen it played out. I had seen it like reenacted movies many times, but up till that point, I never felt like I needed to be saved. You know, I never felt like I was bad enough or low enough to need to be needed to be rescued. And for the first time, um, I looked at my life and said, "Man, I can't fix this. I need." I need help from the outside. And it was, it was actually in L.A. I remember the exact moment. Um, I was with a team um, from church, and we were headed down to Mexico. And then we spent a couple days in L.A. to train. And um, um, there was, like, a staff there. And then they put on, like, the, uh, the crucifixion story. And, you know, like, I'd seen this a million times. You know, like, okay, okay, like, Cool, cool, cross. She's is gonna die now. They're gonna carry him away. But at the end of that, I sat there, and for the first time, I asked God, like, if if you are really my savior, then I need some saving right now because my life is messed. You know, look look what I've done with my life. And I closed my eyes, and I saw I saw a hand reach down, and I grabbed it, and then I lifted myself up. And the next thing I knew, like, I felt a huge weight just, 
like off, like come off of my shoulders, and I just started crying and crying, and like I gathered like my team here, I, and then I was like, come here, I have something to tell you, and I was like just in tears, like this is like what I've been doing, like this is like my life, and like I know that like I've known about Jesus like my whole life, but I finally feel like like He's my Savior now, and yeah, so that my third obsession that I can clearly point out, you know, first is video games, um, pornography, and this is where I was first started to become obsessed with Jesus, and, and it's, because, it's because he saved me, it's because I knew what I was without him, and now I know, like, what I'm becoming with him, and the thing about obsession is it affects your behavior, it, <laughs> it changes who you are, and man, over these years, um, I look back and I see what, I, what I've become. I've seen um, my behavior change. I've seen who I am, uh, my actions, my habits. I've seen them change. And hopefully, you know, Pastor James and Jenny can testify to that. But, uh, yeah, um, that's where I've been in my journey. That's where I am right now. Just, uh, uh, you know, God demands to us to love him with this, with our whole uh, hearts, minds, soul, and strength. And man, that's what, like, complete obsession looks like. And, you know, um, trying to get there. And, yeah, I think that's all I have to share for right now. <laughs>